Right, I'm going to pray for Lee quickly. Lee's going to be opening up God's word for us this morning, but I'm just going to pray for Lee before he, before he speaks. So Lord, I, I thank you for Lee. I thank you for the words that you're going to speak through him. I pray you open our, our hearts, our minds, and our ears to hear your words. Lord, thank you for his amazing shoes as well. Amen. Over to you, buddy. Fantastic. Now, when I'm talking this morning, you might hear that a few times whilst I'm talking, I use the words um, that uh, Jesus did it for the world and he did it for you and me. He did it for the world and he did it for you and me. And if you hear me say those words, I want to check that you're still listening. And so I want you to perform a not-so-secret signal, which is this signal here. Would you just have a practice of that now? So when I say he did it for the world, he did it for you and for me, this is our not-so-secret signal. Now, when I've got every pair of eyes looking at mine, and I can see that you are listening... I want to talk about the story that Will shared with us from the Bible earlier. Excellent. Can I see all those eyes looking at mine, ready and listening? Excellent. So in the story that Will shared with us, there was a man whose name was Simeon. And Simeon lived his life wanting to be close to God. And God came so close to Simeon, he filled him with the Holy Spirit, and God told Simeon that before he would die, he would see the Messiah, the Son of God. He would see Jesus arrive on the earth. He would see Jesus come. And in the story that we read, there was this moment of incredible joy when God kept his promise to Simeon. Now the grown-ups in the room, if you haven't read through the whole of the Gospel of Luke, you really should. There's 24 chapters and actually it's known by theologians as the Gospel of Joy because it references joy more often than any of the other Gospels. So if you want to read about babies leaping in wombs, if you want to read about the prodigal son returning home and a big feast being thrown, if you want to read about joy, Luke's Gospel is the place to turn. But Simeon, guys, he really experienced incredible and amazing joy. And when he held the baby Jesus in his hands, he knew that God had kept his promise to him, but also to the whole world. So the whole world and to him, for you and for me, if you like. So yes, you can start by showing me your not-so-secret symbol. And today, as we build our Christingles, we're going to be finding out again about who Jesus is, but also how Jesus is important. Yes, for the whole world, but also for you and for me. Okay, I'm going to uh, hold the mic for Camilla. So if you're can take out an orange out of your bag now, please. So the orange will represent the world, okay? This is our world. And if you can take out one candle, please, and place it just right in the middle of this foil, and make sure you just push it in properly, okay? Just push it in. So you're going to just do one thing. You're going to put the candle in the top of the orange. And the orange looks like, I guess, the world. It's definitely the same kind of shape as the earth. And we put the candle in the top. Jesus said 
these words. Are you listening? Because I might ask you after the service whether you've heard them or not. These are really important words. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Those are words that Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Sometimes the world can feel and be a little bit of a dark place. Sometimes people fall out. There are wars. Sometimes people go hungry. Sometimes people are feeling lonely. Sometimes people are sick. And Jesus came to earth and he said, I'm going to deal with all of that darkness and I'm going to take care of it. In fact, he said, I'm going to build a new kingdom where the darkness just doesn't even exist anymore. And Jesus gave us a glimpse of that. So he healed people who were sick. He gave food to people who were hungry. And he said that in in the meantime, whilst the kingdom's growing and being built and we don't see it fully yet, I will be with you. Jesus is a light for the world. He will end wars. He will end sickness. So Jesus is a light for the world, but he's also a light for you and for me. Put your hand up if you've ever driven in your car at night. Not you driving. That would be um, maybe, maybe a little bit uh, uh, early for you guys to be driving. But maybe with your parents. And it's pitch black dark outside. And the lights on the front of the car are shining. And they show you the way that you can go. They show you where the edge of the road is. And they show you the direction you should be traveling. Jesus can give us direction in our lives. He can help us to see the way that we should go. We sang a song earlier about the lighthouse. And the lighthouse flashes lights so that those who are riding in boats on the sea can find where the dangers are. They see the truth of what's out there. They see the truth of what's hidden. And Jesus helps us to know the truth. He helps us to see things in our world and in our lives that maybe are dangerous and helps to keep us safe. If you like, Jesus shows those things that are hidden. He shows us the truth. And then also, put your hand up if you have, or maybe you've had in the past, a nightlight in your bedroom. I did. I definitely had a nightlight. I really didn't like being in a dark room on my own when I was a child. I felt a little bit afraid. And the nightlight helped me to feel safe. It helped me to get on with the thing that I needed to do. And for parents, you'll realize the thing you really want your children to do is go to sleep. But it helps you to live your life. It helps you to live your life without fear. So Jesus, the light, is the way, the truth, and the life. He helps us have all of those things. So Jesus is a light for the world, but he's a light for you and for me. Excellent. What's next, Camilla? So as you probably have noticed, there is like a red tape on your orange. Can anyone see that? Yeah, so if you can place your finger on the red tape and go around the world, around, as our orange represents the world, so we'll go around the world. That's great. All the way around, it doesn't end. That circle, it just goes on forever and ever, just like God's love for you and for me. And Jesus came 
to rescue the world. That's why the ribbon goes all the way around it. There's not a part of the world. It goes all the way around it, never ending. Jesus came to rescue the world. He came to rescue the world because he wanted it to be fixed. He wanted that brokenness to be repaired. He wanted people to live well with one another. And he wanted to deal with sin. And so the way that he did that, because he loved the world so much, was that he gave up his life and he died for the world. He died on the cross. And so the red ribbon reminds us of the blood of Jesus. But today I really, really wish that I had lots and lots of red ribbon. Because if I did, I would tie it around the waist of each and every one of you. I would tie it around the waist of Josh and Ryan, and Elodie, because you see, Jesus did die for the whole wide world, but it's really important that you know and live in the truth of the fact that Jesus died for you, because he loves you. He wants to rescue you. So I really wish I had ribbon to tie around the waist of each one of you. But I don't have that today. As you touch that ribbon one last time, I want you to remember that Jesus came to rescue the world, but also to rescue you and me. Can you please now take out... There is like a very sharp cocktail stick, so be careful, please. Don't prick yourself with it. And we will be placing them into our orange in each side of the orange, okay? It will go four sides of the orange. And the greatest thing is you will find this pot of sweets. So um, take the lid off, please, and place them. Some of you already did. (laughs) Place them onto your stick, please. That's great. As you're doing that, I'm going to keep talking. So you might need to do two things at the same time. You might need to be assembling the cocktail sticks with your sweets. And you might also need to do the not-so-secret signal. So make sure that you are listening really carefully. Because you see, the four cocktail sticks represent the four corners or the four directions that we might go in the world, north, east, south, and west. So it's about the whole world. And the good things that God has given, the good gifts that God has given the whole world. But also, they represent the four seasons. Spring, summer, autumn and winter. And how God gives good gifts across all four of those seasons. Different fruits and different vegetables grow at different times in the year. We've learnt in Upstairs SJC over the last few weeks how Jesus was, has existed always as part of the Trinity. And we've learnt how Jesus was involved in creation. And so actually all of the wonderful gifts that grow on the world, all of the things that we have to eat come from him. He is the most clever and loving designer. Because if you think about the cleverness of how the different kinds of weather and different kinds of animals spread seeds and how the different seasons help different fruit and vegetables to grow, God gives the most wonderful and amazing gifts. 
But we also know that when Jesus finished his time on earth and he returned to heaven, he promised that we wouldn't be on our own, that he would give us another gift, the Holy Spirit, God who comes to live with us, and how the Holy Spirit gives us gifts too, so that we can know the presence of Jesus every day in our lives. And how we can do incredible things because of the gifts that God gives us. So as you put those sweets on those cocktail sticks, each one of them, maybe as you've put them on or as you touch them, you can remember the wonderful gifts that God gives each one of you. You just have another minute to keep placing those fruits and sweets on the sticks as you remember that God gives gifts, good gifts to the whole world, but God gives good gifts to you. Let's see who's really listening to you and to me. Hold your Christian, go wherever it is. It doesn't matter if it's not finished. You could take your sweets home with you. There's lots of time. Maybe they'll get home. Who knows? They might get home. Hold your Christingle in your hand. When Simeon held the baby Jesus, his prayer showed that he knew that what was happening was not only very precious for the world, but was also precious for him. As you hold your Christingle, you can see that Jesus is really precious and important for the world, but also for you personally too. Jesus, who is the light of the world. He's the light for the world, but he's a light for you and for me. How Jesus came to rescue the world, but also he came to rescue you and me. And how Jesus gives good gifts to the whole world, but he also gives good gifts to you and to me. Now Jay's going to lead us as we prepare to, to prepare to light our Christingles. Thank you, Lee. Wonderful. I'm just going to move this out of the way because, children, you're going to be joining me on stage, okay? We are, we've heard about Jesus as light of the world. We're now going to be singing about Jesus as light of the world, okay? So if you come up with your Christingles, and if you all line up here with Lee and I, and our wonderful interns are going to come along and light your Christingles, okay? So, stand, so some of you might have to come up here. Wonderful. And as we do this, I just want to say, we're going to be singing Light of the World. The first verse is going to be sung by the children, and then we're all going to join in with the second verse. <laughs> 